All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome the fuck back to Love Dr. FM. I apologize for the late upload. Getting back into a schedule after having been on vacation is still really hard for me, especially because the first couple weeks of my classes got canceled because the schedule wasn't put together properly. The teachers didn't have access to the right information. It was super hectic. So I'm like still running on vacation time almost, and I just like have not been sleeping properly. So we are back at it again with our 325 a.m. recording sessions and I, the Love Doctor, am back to bring you another episode of Love Doctor FM featuring our mini-series, How to Date for Dummies. So in this episode, we are going to be talking all things first date, okay? I feel like in general, a lot of people are either extremely nervous for their first date or they kind of just don't care. Like they're kind of just really chill. Me, I was nervous, okay? I had my first date actually just last year when I was 18, back in September. Oh my God, that was my shoulder. Uh, And my first date was with my ex. So I was already super well acquainted with this person. Um, We went out to this restaurant by my house. I like got all dressed up because I just wanted it to be fun. And, you know, we're broke college students. So there wasn't a lot that we could do. So we did what was, you know, possible, but it was still really fun. And I was still super fucking nervous, even though we had already dated for like nine months. And we were in the process of thinking about getting back together. And for my uh, first date with my current boyfriend, I was also really nervous, even though we had been dating for a couple months as well. And even though I had been like sleeping in his bed for a couple days by that point. So it's just um, a lot of it has to do with perspective. And a lot of people are like, oh my God, I have a date with this person. Like I don't know where to start. So I'm going to give you the entire guide. Okay. What do you do before your first date? How far in advance do you plan things what do you do on a first date all right so i am hoping that you guys are super excited we're getting this out just in time for valentine's day so without further ado let's get into it all right so the first thing that you need to decide is where the date is taking place when the date is taking place here is the rule of thumb that i like to go by whoever asks the person out on a date should be responsible for planning the date and potentially paying for it but we'll get into that later so for example my current boyfriend asked me out on our first date so he and I planned the date he and I both planned it because where he lives it's kind of hard to find things to do so since we already had a good idea of where some different things were he was like okay why don't we go do this and this and I was like oh we should go see a movie that day since we're gonna be out late anyway and he was like yeah definitely we can go see this movie because I know you haven't seen it yet and we can go do these things and so it was a joint effort just because we're already dating we're already really comfortable with each other I know what he likes he knows what I like. If you are seeing someone for the first time in person, I would leave it up to them. It's you know, dating is all about preference. And for me, if somebody asks me on a date, I kind of want to feel like I'm being taken care of a little. Like, I don't want to have to think about where to go. I don't want to have to consult you on your budget and figure out cost-friendly options. Like, you know what your budget is. You know when you're going to be, you know, be available. So just give me a time and place and I'll show up. But, you know, this really does depend. A lot of people want to be involved in the date planning process. So I would say go over that with the person that you're talking to. Just ask them like, hey, do you want to help um, plan it with me? Or if the other person asked you out, do you want me to help plan it with you? Or do you want to take responsibility? And, you know, be communicative. I know that there's a lot of advice going around right now about how if, a guy asks you to help plan a date, you should dump him, you shouldn't even go on that date, blah, 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 blah. Yes, there are some um, women, men, and just people in general who like to be kind of led, taken care of. They like the person that they're dating to be assertive, but there are some people who like the joint effort. They feel like it makes it more special. So whatever kind of person you are, communicate that to your partner and figure out your where and when, okay? So that's the first step. So you figured out your where and when now is the answer of what okay so I get a lot of questions about this because it's like two sides of my brain fighting on one hand I feel like the adult side of my brain has been conditioned to believe that like dinner dates and like going to grab drinks with someone are like the ideal setting for things that you can do on a date and I kind of just look at that like I go grab dinner with my mom all the time and like I don't want to feel 
like that when I'm on a date. Obviously, the conversation is going to be different, but like, come on, you know, like I want to have fun. I'm a very activity heavy person. I love doing things like bowling um, or like going to the arcade or just kind of like doing tons of different fun stuff. So like my first date with my boyfriend, my current boyfriend, we went to Barnes and Noble. He bought me a book. Uh, We went to the Cheesecake Factory. It was super, super fun. And I love food. So we were like eating and talking. And then we went to Dave & Buster's, right? And then on another one of our dates, we went to this huge mall. We ended up going to um, get Italian food. And then we went to the movies. On another one, we went to this Japanese steakhouse. On one, we stayed home and we did like a fun like couples card game. And um, we like hung out with some friends over FaceTime and it was like super fun. So it really depends. But what you do on that date depends on the person and this is why you really have to know your partner well if this is someone that you're just meeting yes i understand like maybe taking them out for dinner feels like a safe option but sometimes people just want to have fun so really try and get to know them get to know what they're about if they like reading if they're more quiet take them on a walk a picnic bring them to a bookstore like do something quiet but also unique so that they'll be able to remember it if they're like me and they're like a huge adrenaline junkie and they love adventures like take them to an amusement park go bowling go to dave and busters um go to like a water park go hiking if you can like i remember um somebody that i was friends with asked this girl out on a hiking date and she loved it they hiked to like the top of the super tall mountain he brought like lunch for them they just kind of stayed up there all day and like talked and it was great they're super athletic so they loved that and that was like amazing first day um but you know do things that fit that person there are tons of different date ideas and one place that you can look that will never let you down is pinterest okay i swear that sometimes pinterest is just better than google okay they have pinterest boards that are literally like hundreds and hundreds of different date ideas that you can try so if your first kind of idea is to like take someone to dinner i'm not saying don't do that i would say incorporate it that's one thing I love about going out with my boyfriend is it doesn't just feel like we're doing one thing. I'm a full activity day kind of person. Like I love spending the day with people. So we always make it a thing. We're like, okay, we get up kind of early in the day. We'll like go to Target first and then we'll like head to the mall. We'll go to the movies. We'll grab dinner at some point so we can just have time to sit down and talk to each other. But just add other things into the date so it feels more full, so it feels like you guys are really having fun. Honestly, if you want a really, really good cheap date idea, like say you don't have a car, you don't have that much money, this is one thing that we did that I loved doing. Okay, go to a store like Dollarama if you live in this in Canada because the Dollarama is always the best. Um, you can go to like a Dollarama or you can go to like five below in the states and literally there's a little tiktok trend where you do rock paper scissors and whoever wins gets to pick so what do i mean by pick so you pick a snack you pick a drink you pick candy you pick uh where you get food from you pick what activity you do so do it like that if you want to have um a way to kind of bring your partner in on the dating process and get them to do things that they like to do maybe you don't know them that well maybe you guys are just meeting for the first time this is a really fun and inexpensive way to do that you can do this entire date for like less than like fifty dollars sometimes even less than 30 depending on what your budget is like if you want to do this in a way where you want to like spend the least amount of money possible i would say do a movie night and here's the thing effort doesn't have to be expensive if you want to do this put in the effort go the extra mile build like a little pillow fort in your house and you know get some lights if you can you can have like christmas lights from the dollar store that are literally one dollar and they only have to work for the one night grab your laptop or a projector if you have one you can diy a little projector out of like cardboard and a cd case build like a whole fort pick them up, go to the dollar store, pick out a bunch of snacks, pick out like maybe a cute small stuffed animal from like the toy section, bring them a flower. You can literally get a flower 
like a singular rose for like a couple dollars at Walmart and write them a little note, bring them back to your place and have a movie night. Binge like a ton of scary movies. Have them come in their pajamas so it feels like a pajama party. Like there are so many ways to make a date, you know, more fun without making it more expensive. Okay, so now it comes to what do you do in advance of this date? And that's going to depend depending on um, kind of who you are in the process, okay? So for a second, I'm going to talk to my ladies, okay? My ladies, my uh, AFAB people, my femme presenting people, okay? You are going on a date. We all know the struggle, okay? I'm going on a date does this mean like what am I gonna wear like how am I gonna do my makeup how am I gonna like do my hair are we gonna have sex like should I shave what do I do okay listen I have come up with a foolproof plan okay here's what you can do you are gonna shave a week before your date and you're probably thinking like what my hair grows back in two or three days no no no. I I mean it you're gonna shave a week before your date Okay, now a week before or like five days before, if your hair grows back really quickly, I would say like five days before. So you're going to shave like seven to five days before your date. Okay, you're going to whiten your teeth every other day for a week. You're going to start exfoliating your lips. You're going to do a face mask twice in the week before your date. If you do laser or like waxing, you're going to schedule an appointment for that. If you want to get your nails touched up, that's totally up to you. Again, these things are kind of totally up to you. These are things more that I would do. Like I know that everyone has different preferences. Like if you don't shave, then you don't have to shave, obviously. If you don't wax, then you don't have to wax. If you don't get fake nails, then obviously like don't do that. But this is like what I would do, okay? I would shave about five days before. I would whiten my teeth every other night in the week leading up. I do a face mask twice a week, okay? I would get my nails filled. I like having nails. I actually just got my nails done and I have not stopped staring at them. I got them done on Monday and they're like the most perfect like stiletto shape and they just make me feel so like girly and feminine because they're pink but also scary because they're stiletto and they're freaking sharp and I could like scratch someone's eyes out. But I would, like, get my nails done if I could. I might not get my hair touched up just because any person who is a person of color, I have braids, like, box braids. So that's kind of expensive, okay? That's kind of expensive for a first date. It really depends. But just do what you feel comfortable doing as prep work, okay? Now, I would say, obviously... There are some people who, regardless of what they're going to be doing, care about fashion. I am one of those people, so I will pick out my outfit early. If I find out that I'm going on a date next week Friday, I'm already on Pinterest, okay? I am already scrolling through my Pinterest board of outfits, deciding what aesthetic I want for that day, okay? I don't care if it's cold. I don't care if it's raining. I don't care if it's muddy. Usually, you will only find me wearing sensible shoes. The rest of my outfit can be completely nonsense. I don't care because I like to look good and I like to feel good because when I look (laughs) when I feel like I look good I feel good internally when my makeup and my hair and my outfit feels put together I feel confident in myself okay so pick out a cute outfit um there are some times when I would say make sure your outfit is appropriate for what you're doing sometimes it doesn't matter so like if you know that like you're going to the gym as a first date I don't know who would go to the gym as a first date but like say you're going to the gym as a first date don't wear like platform heels and like a thong and like a cute micro skirt right you're never going to be able to bench in those but like if you're just going out with this person and you know you're not doing anything athletic you know you're not doing anything like outside related dress however you want okay show them who you are don't wear an overly simple outfit because you want them to like you don't change anything about the way that you dress or you do your hair or your makeup because you want them to like you just be yourself okay so you're gonna plan your outfit then you're gonna figure out how you're gonna get there do not get into their car okay this is where we get into the more safety tips of first date planning I know that sometimes when you talk to someone for a really long time on the internet it can feel like you know them really well um I know that Um, I probably sound like a hypocrite because I went from not even meeting my boyfriend in person to staying in his apartment, but I do want you guys to make sure that you're safe. 
okay, if this is somebody that you like matched with on Tinder, you haven't really known them that well, maybe a couple weeks, do not get into their car. Find a different way to get there. Book an Uber, take a cab, see if you can have a friend take you. If you have the money, rent a car. Like, just do not rely on them for transportation because you really never know of someone's intentions. And the last thing you want is to be stuck stranded somewhere at the mercy of someone else because they're your ride, you know? So always make sure you have a ride to and from your date. Have a conversation with yourself a couple of days before the date and figure out what you want to do. Do not let people tell you that it is trashy or classless or whatever it is to sleep with someone on the first date. I firmly believe that that really depends on how you feel about that person. There are some people that you just automatically click with and you know they're going to be a part of your life for a long time and you have great sexual chemistry on top of that. If things start heating up and you decide you want to go there, don't feel ashamed about it, but have a conversation with yourself and really set firm boundaries on what you want and what you don't want. If you don't want to sleep with them, that's fine. You're not required to sleep with them, but just make sure going into it, you're not like super iffy because sometimes that can cloud your judgment and that can lead to you maybe doing something that you end up regretting. So I would say just always kind of be prepared. For my guys, okay, what do you do in preparation of a date? Whiten your teeth is always a good one. Make sure that your breath smells fresh. If you shave, if you manscape your facial hair, um, your pubic hair, the hair on your stomach, chest, wherever, I would say start to do that probably the day before because obviously your hair grows back faster and it grows back thicker. Get a haircut if you have time. You can get a haircut for like $20. Find a good barber, get a haircut. These are like little things that kind of show you care. I know that we're conditioned as humans to believe that women put all of this effort into looking good for men, but that's not true. We put that effort in for ourselves because like we said, or like I said earlier, when I look good, I feel good. And it's the same thing I would say for a lot of women. And I want that to be the same thing for men as well you should feel confident when you're going for this date. So doing things like, you know, shaving, cleaning up your facial hair, um, going to get a haircut, whitening your teeth, those things should make you feel good, okay? Um, pick out a cute outfit. Come consult one of your homegirls. Have a sister. If you have a sister, you know, come into your room and kind of figure out what your vibe is going to be. Ask your mom, okay? If you have, like, a cool mom, ask your mom what you should wear. Wear something comfortable. Wear something that is not too out of your comfort zone. I always suggest bringing an extra jacket because, yes, women lie, and we will say we're not cold because we want you to give us your jacket. And just because it's cute, it's cliche, it's kind of like a storybook moment. And so if you really don't want to be cold, bring an extra jacket. All right. Now bring her a flower. Women love flowers. Okay. Women love flowers. I know that this is like a hotly debated topic, especially this time of year, because there's like a bunch of stuff going on the internet. Like, oh, women don't want flowers. Women love flowers. Even if you just get her one flower, even if it's going to die, girls love flowers because it shows that you want to give us something just because you want to give us flowers because you're thinking about us because you love us not because we asked you to and you feel like you have to get her a single rose you can get single roses at the dollar store okay write her a little note these are small things but they really show how much time and care you took in planning this date and it really makes the date special figure out how she's getting there and how she's getting back and make sure that she has a mode of transportation please do not take it seriously if a woman says she does not want to be picked up by you obviously i'm saying this to the men with good intentions if you are offering her a ride anywhere there i would suggest just making it comfortable for her okay do not try to force anything on her obviously keep the conversation kind of chilling try to read her vibes read the room all of that kind of stuff and when she is going into her house watch her make sure she gets in safe and then you take off there are tons of different things that you can do to make your dates special and these are just a couple of them first dates can be so scary so it's kind of like oh my god like what do i do just be yourself and this just goes for everyone not just men not just like amab people but um just kind of everyone okay just be yourself if the person that you're dating doesn't like you for you then you really shouldn't be seeing them so remember to be yourself okay so you're like all right i've gotten all the way up to the day before the date i'm freaking out i can't sleep 
I'm tossing and turning. What do I do? So I do this all the time. Every time that I have an event, okay, every time that something is going on in my life, it does not matter what it is. I have really bad social anxiety. So anytime I know I have to interact with people, I literally do not sleep. And you think I'm over-exaggerating, but I'm not. I didn't sleep the day before I flew out to see my boyfriend. I didn't sleep um, the day before I knew I was going out with one of my friends that I've known literally since ninth grade in high school. I've known this person for six years now and I didn't sleep the day before going out to see them because interacting with people makes me so anxious and so nervous and just so crazy, honestly. So what do you do if you can't sleep? Okay, now here's the thing. There's different degrees of can't sleep. If it's you have trouble winding down, I would suggest playing some piano music, maybe watching a movie, reading a book, doing things that are going to relax you, taking a hot shower before you go to bed. If you really struggle with getting to sleep, I would say try to force it a little because sometimes if you force it just enough, you get to a point where you can feel your body kind of turning off the lights one by one. So I would say playing music in the background not immediately turning over and checking your phone every five minutes like really give yourself half an hour to an hour just to see if you can really kind of let your body internally relax because sometimes if our body is expecting like I know for me if it feels like I'm expecting to get up within the next hour I'm not gonna fall asleep my brain's just not gonna turn off so I try to think about like more relaxing sleep related things which is really hard when you have ADHD but like it's it's true so I try to do that my boyfriend offers to like play guitar for me or sing for me and he does that for like half an hour until I can feel myself shutting down and I'm like barely responding and then I just knock out um if you're like me and you really can't sleep, you know you're just going to be up all night, I would say plan around that. So if you know that you're not going to get good sleep potentially the night before your date, you need to make sure that you're getting good sleep in the nights leading up to your date. I would say have some coffee, some energy drinks potentially on standby. Use an ice roller, kind of depuff your face. Make sure that you don't look super tired, but don't do things that are going to rile you up and make you look exhausted, okay? I would say read some books. If you have some light work that you can do, do that watch a movie, have fun. Like now is not the time to be trying out a smoky eye makeup look that's going to get stained on your face. Okay. Just do kind of calm things. And honestly, just wait it out. Also, if you can try to fit a nap in before your date. So now it's the day of the date and you're fucking nervous. All right. You are a wreck. What do you do? So the first thing you need to do is take a deep breath. You are going to rock this date. You are confident. You are classy. You're cool as a cucumber and you're fucking sexy. So let's do this. All right. So you get up. You need to give yourself a three hour window of getting ready. And you're probably telling me, what the fuck are you talking about? A three hour window. Yes, a three hour window. And here's why. I always have mishaps the day of my date. Okay. Or at least the day of important things. There's usually something that goes wrong. And if there's not something that goes wrong, sometimes you just want to lay in bed for an extra hour. So budgeting in more time before you're actually supposed to be ready to leave for your date gives you a little bit of leeway either before you decide to get ready or after me the kind of person that I am getting ready can take me as little as like 30 minutes as long as like 45 minutes to an hour it really depends on what I decide to do with my makeup that day um, and how much trouble I have finding an outfit so it really does depend but I am very much the kind of person that says, you know, I have to be at this place for 3 o'clock p.m. So I have to be up by 11 o'clock so that I can start getting ready by 12 o'clock so that I can be ready and leave by 1 o'clock and get there for 2 o'clock just so I can have a little bit of extra time in transit. These are all really important things. So you need to budget out a three-hour window to get ready before you go on your date and maybe even more if you're taking public transit anyone who lives in canada um knows that if you're taking like the train or something the train or the go bus you need to budget out extra time okay let me explain something to y'all about the ontario transit system if you are not familiar we have the go buses and the go trains so they're one brand of public transit that goes in and out of pretty much all over ontario if i'm not mistaken so here's the thing the go trains they come twice every hour so if you miss one at say 105 p.m there's usually going to be one in within 20 to 30 minutes so 125 or 135 that you can get on the go buses however are a different story 
they only come once every hour or sometimes longer. I have been stranded outside of my house, like far away, like hours away from my house all day because I missed one bus. Because these are kind of I don't know how to explain it. If you've ever been on a city bus or ever been on any form of like bus kind of public transit, you know that they usually stop at every single stop. And they usually do that regardless of if somebody like pulls the bell, right? So they stop pretty frequently and sometimes it takes them longer to get from point A to point B. In Canada, the go buses don't do that. You have to know your stop and you have to purposefully um, press your stop when it's time because they only stop at go bus terminals, which are like 45 minutes apart. And these buses drive on the highway. So if you need to get off, like say you're, you know, headed towards Toronto and you need to get off the city before you actually get to Toronto, um, you need to make sure that you know that city and you know that stop and you press it so that the bus can get off the highway and get to the stop that you need to be at. So, Knowing this, me, if I have a date in Toronto or if I know that I need to be somewhere like downtown for school or something like that, I have to budget out extra time in case I miss a train, in case um, the subway is backed up, in case there's an issue getting to the train station, like anything. So really be prudent with your time when it comes to dating because you never want to be known as the person that's always late. You never oh, excuse me, want to be known as the person that's flaky because they had an issue in traffic, okay? It's better to know about those things as much in advance as you can so that you can give your date as much notice as possible. I remember, like, I had a Tinder phase after I got out of a really bad relationship and you'll hear me refer to it as the worst breakup that I've ever had with somebody that I wasn't even dating and I downloaded Tinder actually right before we broke up because I thought we were going to break up and... I scheduled a Tinder date with this guy. It was a coffee date. I got so cute. I was feeling so confident and he just no-showed me. Like he just completely stood me up. And I remember scheduling another date with somebody and it was actually a girl and we ended up just deciding to be friends but she was really sweet and I had had an issue getting to that place like I told her I was like I'm so sorry I'm gonna be about 10 minutes late and it's just because of this issue and she was so sweet she was like oh it's no big deal like you know take your time and I just remember thinking like if I was in that position I would have tried to be as gracious as possible um but obviously like you want to give your date as much time as they can to prepare so if you know that you're going to be late if you know that it's going to take you a long time to get from point a to point b just plan ahead as much as possible okay so you've done all of the steps you figured out where your date is going to be you figured out what you're doing you've prepared immensely okay shaved waxed cut you know whitened tightened gymmed all of it you are hot and sexy and ready for your date so you get on this date what do you do the first thing is you need to be yourself. I will say this all day in this episode, but you guys need to understand that like it's more for your benefit than it is your date's benefit. There's nothing worse than trying really hard to impress someone and realizing that they didn't really fall for you. They fell for the person you were pretending to be. Okay. You can't keep that up forever. And a lot of people aren't the kind of people that are just going to, quote unquote, stick around for the person that they didn't know they were going to be dating. So be yourself. And if that means that you're quiet and shy and reserved, then so be it. Because one day you will come across somebody who loves you enough to understand that and work with you on that. But be yourself. The next thing is be funny. All right. Every single every single person that I have dated, I have bagged by being funny. I find myself to be fucking hilarious. And I am sometimes I feel like I'm the most confident when I'm joking and laughing and making people laugh. You don't have to bring out the dad jokes, but just find subtle ways to inject humor into your conversation. Make them laugh, make them giggle, compliment them, okay? Be friendly. People love friendly people. Be nice, but don't be overly like overbearing okay tell them that they look nice maybe find something on their outfit that you like whether it's a pair of shoes or a pair of sunglasses and just give them a little compliment um you know 
be friendly. Don't try to force them into any kind of like skinship or touching. Don't over compliment them and make them feel like super embarrassed or make them feel like super like overwhelmed, but just take a breath and be calm, okay? I love talking to people. Talking to people is what I wish I could do every single day of my life. So when I'm talking to people, I really like to make sure they know that I'm listening. I try not to be on my phone when I'm talking to people. And if I absolutely have to, I try to maintain eye contact for as long as possible. I'm really good at typing without looking at my keyboard. And I consistently have to let them know like, hey, I'm listening. I just really need to finish this text and then I'm all yours. And I still listen. So if you are able to multitask and like say there's something that you have to do, then okay but I would say eye contact is really big make sure they know that you're listening obviously don't be staring them down like you know fucking bug-eyed and just completely non-blinking but like gentle eye contact letting them know that you're listening making sure that they feel comfortable sometimes asking them questions during a story is a great way to like subtly hint that you were listening so if they're talking about like a ferris wheel or they're like yeah we went to an amusement park you're like oh like what amusement park did you go to and they're like oh we went to six flags like that's just a little things that show them like oh okay he's listening or like she's listening or like they're paying attention that kind of thing because that can make someone feel really special and that can be the difference between them saying like yeah I want to go on a second date or nah I don't really feel like you listen to me I don't really feel like you vibe with me like you don't hear anything when I talk so I don't really know if I want to go on a second date okay so you've you've done your date it's time for the check this gets its own segment because this is very very specific and a lot of people it's like a hotly debated topic okay so what do you do when the check comes i'm gonna tell you okay so you've had a great date maybe you went to dinner you ate some really yummy food and now the check is coming and you're sweating because you're like oh shit like what's gonna happen am i gonna pay are they gonna pay what do you do here's what you do okay i'm gonna tell you what i do I always bring enough money to pay for my portion of a check. Always. It doesn't matter who I'm going on a date with. I could go on a date with Jeff Bezos and I'd do the same thing. Not that I would have gone on a date with Jeff Bezos. But the reason is this. Like I said before, when it comes to transportation, and this is one of the things that my very independent and very, um, I don't need no man, mom, drilled into my head when I started talking about boys. You should never be at the mercy of a man. Financially, emotionally, like it should never be that. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be able to depend on them, but you shouldn't be dependent on them. I feel like those are two very different things. So if I'm going to a dinner, especially at a fancy restaurant or any kind of restaurant, and I know that there's a potential that maybe they'll ask me to split the check, maybe they ask you to take care of the whole check, not that I would do that, but maybe they ask you to take care of the whole check. I always bring enough money just in case because I'm not ever going to get caught in an awkward situation having to roll up my sleeves and go wash dishes in the back because my dumbass date didn't bring their wallet, okay? Now, this depends on the kind of person that you are. I know a lot of people who say, I don't mind splitting the check on a first date. I am not one of those people. If you don't mind splitting the check on the first date, offer to split the bill when the check comes. Then it's done. You don't have to worry about it. They don't have to worry about it the next day. They can get it and then you can get it and then you guys can alternate and that's fine. I am not one of those people, okay? On my first date with my boyfriend, we okay here's the thing and this is also it it really depends because i think in this day and age things don't happen for a lot of people the way they happened with me and my boyfriend so let me explain kind of how this depends on the scenario if this is somebody that you've just met and you go to dinner and you guys don't really know each other that well yet and they asked you out on the date I would say it's not too far-fetched to expect them to cover the bill if you guys just went to dinner then I don't think that's a huge expectation and I personally would expect that they would cover the bill obviously this is something that I would talk to them about beforehand because I don't like awkward conversation and I think it can it can kind of be a date killer and a vibe killer so I would probably just casually mention it beforehand like hey do you know where we're going do you know what the price range is for that um are you covering it or am I covering it if you can't have a mature conversation about who's covering your bill then you shouldn't be dating 
okay? Because I also think that on one hand, while it's okay to want to be spoiled and pampered and taken care of, that has to be pre-established. You can't go into every relationship expecting that the person is just going to drop hundreds of dollars on you. The same way that you can't walk into a date and expect that your date is just going to drop a $100 bill on the table when the date is finished. So I would say the most important thing is to talk about it with them beforehand. If you guys are going to like the dollar store and it's like a really cheap date, then like I don't think there's anything wrong with potentially saying like, hey, you asked me on a date, like you pay, okay? And it doesn't have to be awkward. It doesn't have to be rude. It doesn't have to be snappy. Like you can just kind of gently suggest. If you're doing something more expensive, then I would say it depends. So for me and my boyfriend, because we did multiple things that day, we alternated paying. So for food, my boyfriend bought us food when we got Italian food and went to the movies. I paid for the movie tickets and then he paid to uh, get us an Uber home. So yeah, I did pay for part of the date and I didn't have an issue with that. And I think part of that is because I had already known my boyfriend for months at this point. We had already been dating for months at this point and it already feels like we're like married and living together. So it was kind of like shared expenses, if that makes sense. Like throughout the whole trip when I was there with him, it was pretty much shared expenses. Like we shared bank accounts. Like I had given him my phone to Apple Pay for something and he had given me his phone to Apple Pay for something. And like, you know, it wasn't a big deal. But if this is someone that you're just meeting, I would say always bring enough money to split the check if need be, but also consider the fact that if you're going on a more expensive date, it might be nice to just volunteer to pay for a couple things. Because a lot of the time I find that what people are looking for when it comes to splitting the bill is to see if you're willing to do it. It's not the actual act of the money that is a big deal. So for example, for me, like I said before, I personally believe whoever asks out the other person on a date should be in charge of the bill. If I ask my boyfriend like, hey, do you want to go have a date night this Friday and I plan it, then yeah, I plan to pay for it. But say we go on that date night and I find out that I'm a few dollars short and say it's like our first date ever. I don't care about the money. If I have enough money, I'll pay for all of it. But if I'm asking him to split the bill, it's because I want to see where his morals lie financially. I want to see if he's willing to split the bill with me. Is he going to be generous and kind and say, yeah, we can split the bill like no problem? Or is he going to give me an issue about it? And if he gives me an issue about it, is it going to change the way that I feel about him? So you guys really have to kind of think critically when it comes to bill splitting. I know it can sound really complicated, but at the end of the day, do what you're comfortable with and do what you can within your means. Obviously, if you know that you're not going to have enough money to cover a $250 dinner at a steakhouse, don't go out on a $250 dinner. And if you, you know, expect that the bill's going to be taken care of by your date, let them know that. Because another thing you don't want to do is bombard them with the check when it comes and just say, well, I expected you to pay for it. I didn't bring any money. Because that makes you look like an asshole. And that makes you look ungrateful and entitled, regardless of what the case may be. I know that we want to expect princess treatment. I know that princess treatment is nice. It's lovely. And this is coming from somebody whose boyfriend just bought her a gift that I am freaking out over because it was kind of expensive and I'm kind of looking at him like oh my god but like it's always nice to feel appreciated and I'm talking specifically towards my women and people who date men when I say this guys want to feel appreciated too guys want to feel taken care of too I know that we tend to get distracted by the princess treatment that my boyfriend bought me this and he took me to this place and he got my nails done for me and he bought me this cute dress and we went to Sephora and Victoria's Secret and yes, that is an amazing feeling and I love it just as much as the next person and wow, my room is really dirty now that I'm looking around. I definitely need to clean up, but I love it as much as the next person. It feels great. Guys want to be taken care of too. They want to feel special too. I definitely definitely think that it is important to show your guys some love financially especially if they take the time and the money out of their budget to spoil you i love love spoiling people in my life i am a gift giver okay it is one of my main love languages and i it takes everything in me not to run to amazon every time my boyfriend says that he needs something or wants something and just empty my bank account because it's part of how i show my love and i know that he is the same way so we have kind of rules around that and that's the next thing that I want to talk about because 
this leans more towards how you act in an actual relationship with someone, but gifts, especially on dates, gifts and kind of what should be expected, like where should you take someone in terms of price range, like I said before, you can have a really nice date for something that's like super inexpensive in terms of price, okay? But when it comes to gifts, I really just want to throw in this quick caveat of gifts don't need to be expensive. You don't have to have a lot of money to spoil someone, make someone feel loved. But if someone is putting in the time and the money to spoil you and to get you nicer, more expensive things, like really try to appreciate them. Let them know that you appreciate them. Thank them wholeheartedly and sincerely. Like don't just be a bitch and say like, oh, well, um, it's expected and like blah, 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 blah. And I know that I noticed that People who date men tend to have that mentality and it can come across a little bit entitled. And as much as I understand and I, you know, like I said, as much as the next person I love to be spoiled, guys want to be spoiled too. They want to be appreciated as well. So make sure that you are like showing your dudes and your AMAP people and your non-binary gender fluid people some love when it comes to the things that you get them. Okay, so all of you are probably like, all right. It's Valentine's Day. What do I do? Well, we have just about two weeks until Valentine's Day, okay? I'm looking at my calendar, yeah, and I want to say we have just about two weeks till Valentine's Day. So, y'all don't have a lot of time, but here's what I would do. Here is, I guess, my tips for Valentine's Day. Even though our next upload is going to be like your complete Valentine's Day gift guide, I'm going to be um, adding in a bunch of different gifts and their price points for guys and for girls and for everyone in between who's looking to get something for their significant other. But in terms of dates, I really want you to think of Valentine's Day as the one day a year that you are allowed to go all out for your significant other. I hate when people spend money on me. The only people that I ever allow to spend money on me and to spoil me to buy me things are quite literally my mother and my boyfriend and that's it my boyfriend specifically because even if I tell him no he'll do it anyway so at some point I just had to get used to it my mom obviously because she's my mom but Valentine's Day is the one day a year that you are allowed to spend as much money or as little money as possible on your significant other and give them or make them or create something for them that is completely special. I have seen amazing gifts that have costed hundreds of thousands of dollars. I have also seen amazing gifts that have costed less than 100, less than 50. So like I said before, flowers, handwritten notes. There's actually quite a few people on TikTok. Um, I, If I could find my cell phone, I would... I'm going to pull it out and I'm going to try and find one because there's this girl on TikTok who does really, really good um, like homemade gifts and they're usually made out of like paper and cardboard and they're like little slot machines and things like that. If you've seen them, you know what I'm talking about because so you're going to hear TikTok noises in the background while I try to search for this. But um, I really want you guys to kind of realize the importance of like it really is the thought that counts and even though Valentine's Day is kind of a consumerist holiday not even kind of but it definitely is and even though it's made for companies to make money there is nothing wrong with making gifts for your significant other or buying gifts or just making them feel special yeah so there's tons and tons of people um that have been doing this i think this is her hold on let me see if i can find it let me see if it really is there's like one girl and i see her on my for you page all the time and i save these videos because i want to be able to make my boyfriend a bunch of like cute little paper stuff one day um let's see yeah there's a few there's at this art person on tiktok um she did a cute one with like clay and like um a little cute gift there's um just so many different people there's artsy.leans l-e-e-n-s so if you're looking for cute gift ideas and i you know you want to make them i would suggest watching those tiktoks now uh like i said next week is going to be a complete valentine's day gift guide so i will have tons and tons of gifts that you can make as well as buy with their price points and places that you can take your significant other um 
I feel like I've just been rambling and saying the same things for about five minutes. And I probably have, <laughs> but I feel like the next thing I want to talk about is kissing because kissing, I feel like goes hand in hand with the idea of having sex on a first date. Cause a lot of people are like, Oh my gosh. Okay. So do you kiss on a first date? Again, I think it depends, but how do you do it? Like, like what are the signs, you know? So here's what I like to do. First of all, if you are a man, gum in the glove compartment, mouthwash in the glove compartment. Before you go in, put the mouthwash in your pocket, put the gum in your pocket. If you are a lady or somebody that carries a bag, gum, mouthwash in your bag. Trust me, your date will thank you. Okay, up to this point, you should have been whitening your teeth, making sure you have a nice, bright, pretty white smile. And if you have gone out to dinner, obviously, I recommend doing this like after everything. So like after you've eaten, after your desserts, um, I would like excuse myself to the little girls little boys room and I would just kind of freshen up okay so mouthwash and then gum in the mouth spray a little bit of perfume spray it in your hair um kind of reapply some chapstick make sure that your lips aren't dry and you're gonna be ready okay if nothing happens then it's fine but if something does happen you are ready all right so where do you kiss this is very important. I feel like a lot of people kind of get sick of PDA and sometimes I can be one of those people and even though I'm like all over my boyfriend in public, I feel like it really depends. If you're at a fancy restaurant, most likely you're kind of sitting across from each other as opposed to beside each other. That's just because I know that couples, a lot of them like to kind of be facing their partner so there might not be an opportunity for you to kiss. So I would suggest going on a walk after dinner. It's always good to, you know, speed up the kind of digestion process. Um, So going on a walk isn't a bad idea. And obviously, if they're leaning in and you want to kiss them, lean in. I have a whole video guide, I think. Not video guide. I think I have an episode on how to kiss. Um, If I don't, I can make one. Um, In the car is another good idea, just kind of leaning over and giving them a quick kiss before your date goes to their door or before you head to your door. And I would just say, like, look for the moments that don't seem as intense. And what I mean by that is it really is the small moments for a kiss that just kind of put those, like, fireworks in your belly. So, like, for me, the first time I ever kissed my boyfriend was when he picked me up from the airport. And so I actually, I will tell this story in its entirety so you guys can get the picture. Um, When I flew to meet my boyfriend, my flight was a direct flight from um, Toronto to where he lived. And it was a few hours and I got there at night. And we had discussed him not coming to the airport to pick me up just because it was going to be kind of expensive for the Uber rides and stuff. And I just didn't think it made sense. And I was like, yeah, you can just go ahead and like order food. And then um, when I get there, I'll like come to your door. And obviously I know where your apartment is and everything. So I'll come to your door and you can like grab me outside and we can go back in. So I called my mom as soon as I landed to let her know that I landed because we were kind of, it was a weird situation because we had left early, but I think we landed late. So she like didn't know where I was. So I called her and I'm in the airport and I'm on like a WhatsApp call with my mom and I have this huge suitcase. Okay. I packed a weekender bag and a suitcase. And if you don't know what a weekender bag is, it's almost like a duffel bag. So it has like two straps that you can hold it by. And it's my mom's bag that I borrowed. And I usually take my backpack everywhere. So this bag in my hand is super heavy. And then my suitcase is also super heavy. It's 48 pounds. So I'm like, I'm like rolling these two things through the airport. I'm on the phone with my mom. I'm trying to navigate through the airport and make sure that I get to the place where all of the Ubers and the Lyft drivers can come get you. I'm calling my mom and she's talking to me and she's like, oh my God, are you okay? Like, where are you in the airport? Like, have you eaten? Blah, 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 blah. And so I'm telling her to plan. I'm like, I haven't eaten yet. Like, I'm going to eat with my boyfriend. And like, you know, I think I've said his name on here already. I'm pretty sure I have because I'm pretty sure he gave me permission when I first started talking about him. But I was like, I'm going to eat with Ben. It's going to be fine. And so I'm like walking through the airport. I'm just talking to her. And we're like casually talking after she figures that I'm okay. And like I said, my boyfriend did not have plans to meet me at the airport 
and she was like okay well now i'm really nervous because like i don't want you to have to take this uber half an hour like by yourself because it's half an hour from my boyfriend's apartment to the airport where he lives and she was like i'm just really nervous you know like you're not home and my mom bless her heart she is really such a responsible parent and she's very overprotective she really is all the time always concerned for my safety it was actually very surprising to me and my boyfriend that she even was willing to let me go on this trip and I'm really thankful that she was and that she trusted me even though we did have like a small mishap near the end but um it was really like hard for her because it was like the first time that I was kind of like traveling out of the country like by myself not going to visit one of my parents throughout my entire life I've flown by myself like tons of times but I'm always going to see another parent right and now that I'm like 19 years old she's like oh my god like I'm nervous so (laughs) um I'm talking to her and I'm literally saying like yeah Ben's not coming to the airport I'm about to get in an uber but it's okay because I'm gonna go to his apartment and blah 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 and she was like well where is he is he awake blah 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 and he comes out from behind like a bush or something at the airport and he's standing in front of me and I said my mom I was like oh my god wait no he's standing in front of me and she was like what I thought he wasn't gonna be there and I was like yeah I know he's not supposed to be here and I was like he's the worst and she's like yeah he's the worst so my boyfriend obviously came to surprise me and he like sees me I like drop my bags and I run over to him and we're having like our like Disney moment where I'm like or I guess we could call it like homework I feel like this I see this a lot in homework but I like drop my bags I like jog over to him and I give him this huge hug and it was kind of it wasn't in this moment. It was actually after we got my bags. I got everything that I dropped on the floor and we're walking towards the doors and we are kind of talking and I'm looking up at him and we're just making eye contact and chatting and he's asking me how my flight was and everything and he leaned down and he kissed me. And the reason that I told this whole story was because I wanted you guys to understand that for me at least and from what i've heard from people it's the small moments when you kiss someone that matters yes it is wonderful to have a grand display of affection that ends with a kiss at the end but if that's not possible for you then those little moments are the ones you're going to remember because they're the ones that put the butterflies in your belly so when you're going on a walk with someone after your date when you're kind of sitting at their house at their door kind of nervous and you're like shit should i kiss them should i not maybe you walk them to the door and you give them a little kiss maybe you give them a flower to take home you're like hey this is for you and you lean over and kiss them so try not to be nervous I know that it's really hard because kissing can be nerve-wracking but like try not to be nervous don't use too much tongue try not to hit teeth okay make sure your breath is fresh and just kind of follow their vibe and like just be calm and your experience should be great Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I feel like that's kind of it for what I have to say on first dates. Um, like I've said, next week will be our Valentine's Day episode. It's going to be my episode because I'm the love doctor. I'm Cupid. So I'm going to, you know, have a great time giving you guys gift ideas. I feel like I've like significantly calmed down, like talking about my boyfriend so much this episode. It's like made me a lot more calm. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I hope you liked it. If you did, please, please, please rate the podcast five stars. Follow it. Share it if you can. Um, I will see you in the next one. If you have any questions, comments, confessions, or anything you want to tell me, you can go to Love Doctor FM Podcast on Instagram and lovedoctorfm at gmail.com. And you can email me. You can DM me. And I will answer as soon as I can. Okay, I love you guys so much, my love bugs, and I will see you in the next episode.